This is RC. It's your girl K Marie, K Wilk. It's your boy Black. Your girl Lady. And I'm Sir. And you listening to 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. Podcast. 2020. I did that one. What did we But basically, we're talking about Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin's conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you, the thing that is known for is that one lie to me. You know, portion that everybody know. But, and I watched the lie to me portion first. And I was like, the hell Nikki talking about? She tripping. Yeah. And, but I was like, you know what? Let me go back and watch the whole thing. Let me see how everything fell in the part. And then see how she came to that conclusion. Yeah. Okay, so, if you're not familiar, if if you're listening to, well, first off, let's do the intro. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Sir. Today we got a few guests with us. Actually, three. It's uh, and I'll, I'll let everybody introduce themselves. So uh, we got the author. Man, stop, stop. <laughs> like, like, you're not gonna get my voice right. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's your boy Casey, aka Mr. Wine Down Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Coming to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go. Let me can I plug in. Oh me. Man, y'all go ahead and um check out my book, uh, My Thoughts: The Journey to Find Her. It's out. You know, it's on Amazon. Or you can get a physical copy for me. Fifteen dollar holla, y'all make sure you show y'all boy some love. You know, what I'm saying maybe a movie or something. You know, hey. yeah, one love. Emphasis on the word <laughs> physical. <laughs> I'm your boy, sir, and we got a few guests today. I let them introduce themselves. Hey, I'm Ashley Waller, Queen Blake the poet. Hey, I'm Hiram Ether. I'm also a poet. I'm a writer. Um, got a couple of books over there. That wanted to show off. Um, hey. uh, yeah, the uh, the ancestral children, and um. Immortal Love. It's a it's two of a four part series, and so anyway, I'm working mm-hmm. on other stuff right there. So anyway, you can check it out on lulupublishing.com, and um, you know, check me out on Facebook. The authors. Yeah, we'll have me go there. <laughs> uh, awesome. This is Ebony Bradley, representing Miles Point, Mississippi. Hey, All right. <laughs> Miles Point. Hey, Miles Point. Mississippi. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Big Crip. Um, cool. Hey, <laughs> but um, today uh, we're just having a conversation like they were, and uh, like I said, the conversation that Nikki and James were having was very uh, deep as an understatement. I hate there's I couldn't think of another synonym because it was so many layers to that conversation. It was borderline scary, uh, and what I mean by scary, it was the truth in the conversation mm. that made me uncomfortable. Because here it is, 2019. This interview was conducted in 1971. Mm-hmm. And how it still relates is, is jarring. It's like, I'm going to put it in, in perspective. Um, everybody know that song, uh, Pac song, I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, there's a part when Pac says, um, uh, a bottle of juice is no excuse, the truth hurts. He's referring to uh, a young lady being shot. Uh, who was trying to buy juice Um, and when I think of that I think of Mike Brown Um, he talks about um, police and the riots Um, uh, I'm poor and I'm black and my stomach hurts so I'm looking for a purse to snatch all this stuff that Pac was talking about in like what 92, 93 Mm -hmm. applies now and even in in the same song uh, he says um, I know it seems heaven sit but we ain't ready to have a black Black president wow Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's, it's stuff like that that it really makes me realize and this is why I'm a history buff I firmly believe that if you don't understand the history you're doomed to repeat it and I feel like with so many of us having that I'm going to just do me mindset and not really uh, connecting with the previous generation and we'll get to that in just a minute Right. Okay. we're, we're going to repeat the same issues and I think that's why this hit me so hard it's like wow we're repeating the same cycle from 50 years ago because mm-hmm. 71 is almost 50 years ago. It's right. 40 and some change. So that's what I want to bring to y'all. So um, again, I was talking about how the lie to me. Every everybody's seen that portion, right? Where we are. Nikki and James are talking about lie to me. What, what did y'all take from that? Like just her statement of "Give me the same effort." You lie to the. And I'm gonna be graphic because this is what Nikki was saying. Yeah, right. yeah. you lie to them crackers all day. Lie to me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Well, how did y'all take that? 
I, I personally, I was thinking that, you know, she knows, she knew very good what was going on. She knew very good the climate. But, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you, you understand, yeah, she wanted the same level of, she wanted the effort. But mm-hmm. she know why this band was kind of, you know, why he grumpy when he come home. Right. You know, so she knows that or whatever. I'm not saying by any means, you know, so she she, she deserved to be anybody punching bag. You know what I'm saying? But you need to understand, y'all. You know, since you know y'all in the same situation, y'all in the same connect right there, and then go from there. Don't ask them to lie to you because that's a whole nother can of worms right there. I mean, if you go, you know, if you go, and I, you know, respectfully, you know, you want him to lie about that, but then not something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that right there, you know that. That it's a slippery slope in and of itself. Okay, I don't, I don't think she meant it literally. Okay. To a certain extent, I think that sometimes in relationships we don't realize just how much we bring our work home, mm-hmm. how much we dump on our mates, and I think it's just balance. I'm sure that sometimes he come home and say, "Man, I had a bad day," or he's sad or he's depressed. I'm sure, she understand that because that happens, but not every day. So she's probably saying, hey, sometimes I need to see you smile. I need to laugh. Just like you shuck and jive with the white man. Sometimes I need you to come home, even if you didn't have a good day. I need you to show me some love. Show me some of that inspiration that you do at work all day. But it's different ways to look at it. I agree with what she's saying, though. That's how I took it. More of not keep your problems away from me, but learn that there are sometimes when you're going to have to be able to shut it off and just understand mm-hmm. that your family needs you yeah. right now that your your problems can't be bigger than your family in that moment because when you having a problem at home you're gonna go to work and you're gonna smile and they won't even know what's going on at home right. your power mm-hmm. could have just got turned but would y'all off. say that Whatever. she could have conveyed that a lot better yes okay that and so anyway and, and that's and like i said i have a few and, and you know as we go on i'm gonna see if we go there because i personally have a few prejudices when it comes to the way things are said, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to the relations between men and women. And, um, but anyway, um, <laughs> But that I goes back to that, that uh, inability to communicate from a woman's perspective to a man what she's talking about yes. and from a man's perspective to a woman. Yes. We mm-hmm. say different words meaning the exact same, same things. Thing. And it comes <laughs> off, this person may hear bad as a completely bad thing but this person might hear bad as oh it, it yes. wasn't as good as it could have been but it was okay but it's the exact same word meaning two completely things some people completely hear a lot of me that's what i heard I, I just think that y'all y'all are more y'all are more detailed in y'all answers than men are i agree you know because we could be and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to paint the picture, but not get up to somebody at the same time. No, right. I'm in. But um, I'm just rabbit hole in Texas. Let's go. Because look at these notes, bro. All right, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like if if a man goes to the grocery store and we bump into somebody we knew, we be like, yeah, man, um, yeah, babe, I bumped into, I bumped into Mark, or I bumped into Jeremy at the at the grocery <laughs> store. And that'd be the end of the story. Right. <laughs> Women, on the other hand, <laughs> babe, I bumped into Sue and Ooh. we sat and talked. I ain't seen her in so many years. And I was just about to go to the aisle where the meat was at because they had a sale on the meat. Uh-huh. But when I was going on the aisle, I remember that I forgot my purse. And then when I turned around, I bumped into Sue and me and her had a good time. And you know why we was talking? This other man came with us and we just staring at us. Yeah, so we not gonna, that could happen yeah. to us, but we're not going to say that. So women are more, to me, I think. No, I ain't gonna say that. No, but, no, no. <laughs> say it, say it. Let's let's not not talk too much. I just think that y'all should be more direct with y'all answer with yes. what y'all want. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If if y'all was to catch somebody cheating, mm-hmm. y'all gonna be straight direct with yep. that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so anyway, it's a and I think it's what emotion also is being conveyed because. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When you catch somebody cheating, like yeah, that's they that's that's teetering on the lines, if not outright aggression, right there. Like oh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So but when then, she said a lot of me. That's almost me in here. Whoa, she said a lot to me. Right. They're not here with me and you here. Right. Right. We're here just because you had a bad day. Sometimes come home. Cause just we face with me too. Sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. I need the good part of you too, just like they get. But all they hear is a lot of me. I, you know what I mean, and again, it's you know, like you say, I mean, he he pretty much nailed it, you know, when it comes to that, because you know, it's like you know, she 
I read an article. <clears throat> it was a Time Magazine. I think it was a Time Magazine. You know, forgive me if I'm wrong. It was a Time Magazine article, and I promise you, it was probably one of the most profound things I ever seen. I mean, it applies to humans in general, but it, you know, said, so, but in this case, women are more. Anything that you know, something that happens, whether good or bad, and your emotions are attached to it, you retain that. Like you know, say so you probably don't even know what you had on last Saturday, but you remember five years old when they gave you a surprise party, took you to Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. You know what I'm saying? In the detail, you remember the smells and all the all the sensations in the air. You know what I'm saying? That's what everybody do. Okay, but then, like you said, she was uh, surprised to you know she was surprised to kind of happen to meet her friend, and so anyway, she took in all of that, and then she is also sharing that with you. You know what I'm saying? She shared that with like all the sensations, everything that went on right there. Um, however, irrelevant to the to the irrelevant to telling you, that's what it is. And so, you know, and, and I, you know, and like I said, I'm, 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 like I say, I'm gonna try to stay within the lines of this right here. But you know, it's like I, I, I agree with this brother here. You know, I mean, like I, to a level that I really didn't realize just even a second ago. But y'all, you know, like you say, just be a little bit more direct. Like, you know, we talking, you know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, you know, like we was just talking a second ago. Oh, Auburn is um, in a thing. I'm like, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? You know, we just kind of exchanged it on that, you know. But if we, <clears throat> but then if we were to hear from somewhere else, it's just like, or just hear too much of something. It's just like, you know, like me, I zone out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's only so much I, my brain can like really process a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? So, um it's a, you know, it, you know, it's a thing, you know, and, 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 you know, we just got to take the time, you know, yeah, we going through it, like, you know, the women catching hell, men catching hell, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, we just got to either take time out of that to really understand the process of how we think and, and comprehend things so that we can convey it like that, because, like I say, they, they hear that, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, I mean, you know, and, and if I may, you know, y'all forget me. <laughs> but man, it's just like, you know, I, I, I pick with women sometimes. And sometimes I'll be dead serious. Sometimes I don't. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of them, they're wedding monsters, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, they want a man come hell or high water. They want a man hook a crook. And they don't care if he's happy about it or not. Like, nah, you finna go ahead. We finna get mad. We finna do this. And that's such a such. And so, you know what I'm saying? They don't care if the man is miserable about it or not. And see, me, in that experience, this ain't what nobody told me. I've seen this for myself. And when she said, lie to me, that's what I associated that with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, was like, look, look, you, you fake it. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I want, you know what I'm saying? I want my husband and I want my, I want him to be happy. You know, I want to be happy. And, you know, even if it comes at your expense, I don't care what the world, yeah. you would, you know, uh -huh. how many lashes you get out there. You come in here, you fake it with me. So it's based, like it. sometimes it's like all in what the individual has experienced. That's how they're taking what she said. Exactly. And what she was what saying was from, yeah. as, from as a daughter, because she also talked about her mother and father. Mm. Yeah. So she Which was going to come back to. Right. She was yeah. also talking about it as being the offspring of someone that's been in that, that situation versus what he had been in in his, you know, watching his mother and father. But yeah. I so, get what you're saying too. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. in relationships, the women just want a man. They don't care. They don't yeah. want to hear your problems. You it's, know, it's the, that Mister and Mrs. Well, that they want on their name. And yeah. Mm -hmm. To hark on what Bashi said, to give a little bit of backstory because, mm -hmm. like I said. That conversation had a precursor, and that precursor had a precursor, and that precursor had a precursor. Everything built up from the conversation of, and, and I have a little roadmap here. It might look like random <laughs> notes, but it, it went from writing to spirituality to the white man to relationships and men, yeah. and then from men to men's concept of being a man. Mm -hmm. yeah. When she went from concept of a man being a man, that's how they got to this conversation. Okay, mm -hmm. Let me back up a little bit. The precursor conversation was that men's uh, view of manhood is incorrect, completely wrong. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, who are you okay. to tell us what we think? She was yeah. like, who told y'all y'all have to be the provider? She was like, we don't want y'all to be the provider. We want y'all to love us. And and I, I didn't get it. I did not get it. I was like, what the hell? How are we going to survive? And, and James said the same thing. James said, how am I to look at myself as a man if I love you and if I get you pregnant and I can't buy the crib, how am I supposed to come home? She was like, just be there. The crib will get bought. Rent will get paid. Just love me. Tell me I'm beautiful. Yeah. That's what that's what we're gotten away from. And I was like, 
She is absolutely f***ing right. It's so many times before I go on a date, I'll be worried about how much money I got left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, am I going to be able to make sure she all right? Like, she damn, did I get the gas check? She, she, she never that. worried about the date itself. It's the time spent. Mm -hmm. So with that mindset of the time spent, now to give you a little bit of history on Nikki herself, her father was abusive. She said he was a cool cat, but he got called a nigga, spat on, and all this stuff at work. But she knew that he was enduring all this, coming home and bringing it home to mom, beating mom, and Nikki was watching this like, how in the hell can you say you love her, but you've beaten her, but not do that to that yeah. who's mm. called you yeah. So if you're going to yeah. be shucking and jiving for the yeah. man, do that for my mom. Do that for me. I don't, and she said it point and clear. A little bit later, after this conversation, she, she hooked back around to it. She said, the reason I had that conversation is because I love my dad. He a cool cat, but I don't want to marry my dad. Right. I said, yeah. Never be That's her mom. it. And that was the most I was important. like, that yeah. was she it. Because wow. how many times have we said women will marry somebody like who? Her dad. That's yeah. why she brought that up. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blew my mind. A couple of artists had a, had a, had a song like that. Because on Mary J. Blige, on, on um, Can't Hold a Good Woman Down, right? she mentioned that about, you know what I'm saying, how she saw her mama get, get hit. And then she said, now look at me bruised up for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Chris Brown, mm -hmm. he said the same thing about he saw his mama get beat. And it's, then. It's an abuse culture. He turned That's around and did the same thing. everybody relates to is about. Right. But I didn't see it. I heard about it. So me hearing the stories about it kind of pushed me in that yeah. direction. Mm -hmm. But you know, I mean, it, you, you know, here's the thing, though. And see, and I was. I was on my post yesterday, and I, I, I promise you, everything that was going on in the air, you know, to Brother Nipsey, everything. It's mm. just like, I'm an empath. R.I.P. to Nipsey. Yeah, R.I.P., man. I'm telling you, you know, you're doing good stuff. It's just like, I'm a sponge to stuff, to energy. It's just like, I felt so down. I felt bad. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, when it comes to stuff like this, these kind of conversations right here, I need them. Because mm -hmm. even now, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, as you was talking right there, I made a connection. Mm -hmm. You understand? Know I made a connection. You said something, or uh, 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 mentioned something about people. We know how to mask and cover up good. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to heal. We don't know how to heal. Yeah, and so and it was like, you know, and I'm sitting right here, and like I say, we, we, you know, the, we are the same exact words. What you survived, just said. We had, we've learned we've over thousands of years how to survive, but, I just but we ain't doing anything with the scars. Yeah, yes. and so and, and even that right there, you know what I'm saying? And I don't ever want to pretend to come off as though I know everything. You know what I'm saying? But then to see, but when you know when, you, when you're dealing with that, no, and so it. Like me, I don't want, like if I got some issues, I know, you know, I'm going through some stuff right now. A couple, couple people know. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, and I just know I can, I know that I'm capable of flying off the handle. And so what I do is I get to my corner. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I won't associate with nobody if I feel like I'm going to go there. And there's sometimes it's not even necessarily about going off. Sometimes you just got to process in order to be right there. The put, you, you know, put things in perspective so that you can go on about mm -hmm. your life. You know what I'm saying? In, in a remotely healthy manner. Um, I, I was um, I was having a conversation. I promise you. Um, recently, I have um, come to um, understand. When I say recent, I want to say probably about two or three years. Really, really understand what they mean. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Okay, and so and so now you know. And I say in respect to these heavyweight activists. I say in respect to those who really saw through. The Mirage, even Dr. King said, I, uh, I feel that I integrated my people into a burning house. Okay. Um, you want conditions to be better. I get that. Okay, but why in God's name, why in the ancestors' name, would you want to be around somebody who detests you? Why you want to integrate with them? Did y'all not see any of this coming? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you know, it's like, nah, you know, so you want to be, and look, and I mean, and, you know, like I say, if you got to edit this, edit it, whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm about but truth, brother. I'm about truth. White people are psychopaths. Mm. They, they are psychopaths. Like I say, and I say that, look, I, look, mm. I put my name on that. Let me because, turn to that page. But well, since, since we are part of the world, we're the weak, having our head. We, we supposed to mix. 
We're supposed mm. to learn how to come together. That's what we think. That's how we've been conditioned to think. But yeah. we have to learn how to come together with them. Look, because you sitting up there, you sitting up there, you telling me, because, you know, let's not get up, the church is the most segregated institution in the United States. You know what I'm saying? And so we sitting here. It's, it's, it's telling us that we have to meet. It's not telling them. Yeah, exactly. It's telling us. You know, it's love all. Right. And see, and that's what they did. When that's what I'm also. That's why Dr. King was assassinated because he changed his message. You like, yo, hey, you know, maybe know maybe X was right. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, don't need to, we don't need to go this route. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it's. But a lot of people don't even know that. Right. Yeah, and see, but you know, and and then he said also, if you don't understand fear, if you don't understand history. You you're doing the repeated. I was yes. I was reading a book by um I think named Michelle Alexander, the new Jim Crow. I oh, didn't man. I didn't read I didn't read the whole book. I read the first few pages. I'm talking about they made me put it down for a minute and just sit up here and think about it. And they telling us to get over it. Think just get, get over it. Don't don't, don't don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Forget about it. No, right. yeah, all that stuff. And so anyway, what people did in the first few pages that I was looking, she was talking about everything that happened in the civil rights movement. You can pretty much put it right next to the Black Lives Matter movie. It's the same, same doggone thing. thing. Same it's the thing. same rhetoric. It's Ooh. all of that. And I'm sitting right here and see one of the things, that took, and I I think I drive her crazy with this, <laughs> and a lot of other people to the point where, I mean, because it's a condition, and I think, I really think it's, I think it's God, and I think it's almost a superpower, so to speak, that, I, that, that, the way I don't, I don't react. It's not that I don't feel. You don't know what I'm thinking. You don't know how I'm feeling, but I'm not going to outwardly react to nobody because the thing is, is that if you do, you know what I'm saying, then, then you probably got me in a vice right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not finna, you know what I'm saying, and I don't, I bought into it. And so now, <clears throat> but, but I'm, but I'm looking at it now, you know, and I, and I do this online, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, the whole trend and all this stuff. I don't do that. I just sit back and I observe and I'm like, man, we are too emotional. If we wouldn't as, as emotional, we'll understand. If y'all were to see all of this right here, what was going on, if y'all really understand what was going on in the civil rights era and just you would not be surprised by what Donald Trump is saying. Mm-hmm. You would not be surprised by talking this wall. You would not be surprised by what the police is doing. Y'all would be sitting up there, but then even though we see it, we can't stand it. You know what I'm saying? And we still ain't, you know what I'm saying? And, and being involved in this, being around that with no sense of self, we don't like none of that. But then at the same time, we don't want... We, you know, we can't get our stuff together to the point to where I can't look at, you know, that I look at people in this room or look at people out there in the street, you know what I'm saying, not look at them with contempt, you know what I'm saying, yeah, uh, so to speak, and be like, okay, well, we in the same boat, we need to get together, you know what I'm saying, somebody need to get our mind, get, we, some of us need to get our mind right and get this changed because if not, it's going to, these last 50 years, it's going to be on repeat, mm-hmm. and we need to stop this, like, we need to stop this. Like, look, okay, I'm half crazy. Okay, I get that. You know what I'm saying? But I know what we need to be. I know I need to heal. You need to heal too. Ain't none of us right. So Ain't none of us right. So we're saying we need to heal. But then when the man go on the job, he come home, and he's acting in unhealthy ways. The thing is, maybe we need to figure out how to put out what can he do. You know, is it help out there for people that's going through this? I was, Before they get home and beat their wives or whatever. How can they handle that in a healthy way from work and home or home, you know, work? You know what the modern day way of doing that? Video games. Video games. For men. Video okay. games, sports, something like Escape that. Well, it is well, like it, it is an escape, but yeah, for escape. some of them it relieves some stress. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Uh video game is a number. It's it's like codeine, mm-hmm. uh, for instance. It doesn't fix it. It just takes your mind off of it until you go back to work. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's like blood pressure. Like uh, you, you eat unhealthy, you eat unhealthy, you pop a pill, uh-huh. right? But that doesn't get doesn't rid of hypertension, it. does it? Mm-hmm. It's still in you. Yes. So that's that's what video games is. It's therapy. That, But the thing is, though, let's go back another step. And James and them talked about this. This is one of the precursor conversations. Mm-hmm. This is why I was telling everybody. I understand that the lie to me is cool, but watch the whole thing. It'll blow your effing mind. I watched it three times. Man. So they <laughs> talked about right. sexuality. Okay. Now, when I say sexuality, I'm not talking about homosexuals and all this and all that. We're talking Just about identification yeah. of who you are. Okay. So when you're born, regardless of what is going on in 2019, you're going to identify <laughs> as one thing or another. I'm not going to get into that. Okay. okay. It is, it is. You got a penis or you got a vagina, bro. Yeah. That's it. Oh, so okay. the okay. problem is, 
as and James was, and I had to listen to James say this a few times. As a black man, we kind of have two strikes. Because one, we're male, mm-hmm. so we're naturally the aggressor of everything. We yes. have to be the hunter, the aggressor. Negative and positive connotations attached. Mm-hmm. So, because, let's, let me put that in perspective. How many cases you've heard about a man being raped that really went somewhere? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Not really many, right? Yeah. So, with us naturally being the aggressor and this unwritten law of the world, the law yeah. of nature, that plays into this. Okay, and with being black, you are forbidden. And I was like, what do you mean by forbidden? And he went into it for like the next five minutes. We're not allowed to do anything that any other white person is allowed to do. Uh, They're allowed to talk to uh, policemen a certain way. They're allowed to um, perform certain illegal crimes and get a a tap on the wrist. Mm -hmm. It's stuff like that that emasculate us. The things that we're being told that are equal rights to everybody else is like it's equal rights but not them right but that's the underlying tone so Mm -hmm. that starts to erode our masculinity and when you erode the masculinity Mm -hmm. how can you love if you can't love self Mm -hmm. right so that goes into the next step so if we can't love ourselves how can we love you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which this is where that lie to me stuff starts to Mm -hmm. factor in so it's a chain cycle of us being born and taught don't cry you know, man up and yeah, stuff. And I get up. that. You yeah, got to be tough yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And we got to stand up and deal with things. Yeah. But there's, we have to listen to the portion of people that tells us, come here, cry. You have to listen to the woman, the motherly instinct that tells us, come here, yeah. lay your head, lay your head on, listen to my heartbeat. Right. I don't know about y'all, but the most soothing thing to me mm-hmm. is laying on my girl chest and just <laughs> being there. Yeah, but yeah. not many men are actually going to listen to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why, because they're taught not to. This is R.C. It's your girl, K-Marie. K-Wilk. It's your boy, Black. Your girl, Lady. And I'm Sir. And you listening to 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020 Podcast. 2020. I did that one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to 2020 Podcast. I'm your boy, Sir. And uh, in case you hadn't listened to the last episode, this is part two of our conversation of Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. I was about to say Baldini. I don't know where I got that from. But James Baldwin's conversation. Uh, We're just discussing what she really meant when she said lie to me. If you haven't peeped the conversation, when you go to YouTube, just type in James Baldwin and Nikki Giovanni, and you're bound to find it. It's a uh, two-part, two-hour conversation, and I absolutely love it. I've watched it about mm, three times already. (laughs) So uh, I definitely recommend you give it a check out before you listen to these episodes. But if you don't, I understand you got to work. You got things to do. You just came here to get to the podcast, baby. I'm with you. I'm with you. So without further ado, I present part two. Yeet. So it's a chain cycle of us being born and taught. Don't cry. You know, man up and stuff. And I get that. You got to be tough sometimes. And we got to stand up and deal with things. But. There's, we have to listen to the portion of people that tells us, come here, cry. You have to listen to the woman, the motherly instinct that tells us, come here, yeah. lay your head, lay your head on, listen to my heartbeat. Right. I don't know about y'all, but the most soothing thing to me mm. is laying on my girl chest and just <laughs> being there. Yeah, but not yeah. many men are actually going to listen to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why, because they're taught not to. And I'm going to tell you another reason. They believe it, but the one time that they try to open up. Okay. You get, and I hate to say it, that there's, there's women, y'all have a tongue that's sharper than anything in this world. My girl, when a man exposes his heart to you, yeah, and regardless of what you think about it, if you bring that back up in any negative way, I will never open my heart to you again. And you have cursed the earth with another dog, whether you realize it or not. Mm -hmm. Because now you've confirmed everything that I was thinking beforehand. Why do you think men... I was just telling Casey, I'm writing a book now about how men... You know how often we'll be wanting to send your text... We'll read the text and delete it. Mm-hmm. We, we do that. No, I understand, but you got to listen to it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I'm going to come back to that. We do it too. That's a whole other topic. That's a whole other topic. Yes, it is. Yes, That's it a is. dangerous mindset to have when, when we're telling y'all to listen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll come back to that. But we will revise things that I had over and over again to try and get it over the right way without mm-hmm. coming off as weak. Because we we are taught to be hunters and be strong. So we're trying to convey something and let you in, but at the same time, not give you too much. So if you ever have a guy that you're dating and he's 
acting kind of weird and you don't know where you are. It isn't that sometimes. Some guys are negligent in trying to operate in a gray area. Sometimes good guys don't know how to convey that they are really Talk to feeling you. Talk like so when we're like, damn, I really like, well, we, y'all might leave the room. And it might be us there. I might be like, y'all, I'm, I'm kind of feeling Ebony, bro. Yeah. Like, she's really cool. Like, yeah. And I might have to get confirmation from them that these feelings are all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what sucks is it's a whole generation before me that should have taught me that. Right. But they didn't mm-hmm. because they're going through what? That same cycle mm-hmm. that hadn't been fixed. So... And they teach you survival. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because now it's all about self. Because now that that one woman has scarred me, I'm going to tell my son, look, you get out there and you fuck everything when you turn 18. Put a condom on, you go to school, and don't you worry about these girls. They will Mm -hmm. get your money and you just do me. Don't get married. That's what's happening. School, college. But it's more more mothers telling their sons that than fathers, though, really. And that's because fathers are not connecting with mothers. Mm -hmm. This is the baby mama era. Yeah. Uh, look, the most famous baby mama song accusation is Billie Jean. Yeah. Look, really examine that song. Billie yeah. Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl talking about I'm the one. Mm-hmm. Jean is not mine. We kind of, without re- even realizing mm-hmm. it, and it's the story behind that song, I yeah. get that, but we jam into a song that's fucked yeah. up. Like, yeah. that's not an mm-hmm. ideal situation. Yeah. Right. So we're, we're glorifying this baby mama and baby daddy thing, and mm-hmm. listen. I understand things happen. I'm not going to down talk anybody who's had a child before marriage. I get it. It happens. We, we're when you're a teen, you're curious, yeah. and then we need release. You gotta, have, you know, yeah. them hormones and stuff get to happen. You get to looking good, sundress season. Start <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. But you you have to take yourself from the situation. We need that person to be level headed. I understand that being a baby mama or a baby dad is easy. To be spiteful, you you cannot like the other person, but yeah. that child does not need to know that. Yeah. Right. The other people around you does not need to know that. Your mom does not need to know that. Yeah. You don't need no anybody that's people that's willing to co-sign talking trash about other people will do the same shit to you. Yeah. Yeah. So watch your circle. So yeah. I'm a firm believer. Like my brother, and I ain't trying to put this business out there. He has a baby mother too, and if anybody asks him anything about him, he's gonna praise him. Oh, the, the mother of my kids, she's phenomenal. She does everything she can. When I can't step up, she does great things. That's how it's supposed to be. The team concept is gone. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have to bring it back up. Well, we, we have a team concept. It's like, it's, it's not a lot of me anymore. It's like, we're going to lie to y'all. Mm. And some of that, the social media has started that because right. people relationship be going through hell in the home. Yeah. But on Facebook... They're a whole nother whole nother turn way. Oh, right. yeah. And oh, then yeah. you're trying to make stuff work for the wrong reasons. Like thousand likes, so maybe I should, you know what I'm saying, work you know what I'm saying, work yeah. it out with or work yeah. it out with him. So that way we are not we're not fixing nothing. That's a master and a deceiver. Yeah. Because yeah. like like Coleman said on Driving Me Wild, like Ryan and Reese or Kamara yeah. and Russ. Relationships could be dead, but look live to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's how we that's how we do that. And the back, 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 back <laughs> to the to the church is the most segregated uh, part. This, I was complaining about some stuff. I ain't gonna say about what, but I was complaining about some stuff. <laughs> and God was like, "Well, do something about it." And I said, "Okay." So I started doing something about it. And that's the same thing with the church. We did something about it. Like we broke away. From you know, saying the white church or whatever, whatever that case may be. But then, what did we do? We went amongst our own and started segregating. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Church of God in Christ, yeah. Baptist, oh, yeah. Methodist, Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. You know, and different stuff like that. So now you got some people who who like, well, I ain't gonna go, you know, saying to that Baptist church because of X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. Well, I ain't gonna go to that holiness church because of yeah. X, Y, and Z. If we broke away from being discriminated against and treated badly, why are we doing the same thing to our own kind? Monkey see, monkey do. You know what I'm saying? The same thing, you know what I'm saying, respect to Nipsey, but the same thing with that. Instead of us, the people who knew him or the people who just thought it was just a bad situation, instead of us saying, you know, that was sad, we need to, you know, say come together in our community, we on Facebook dogging people. Oh, y'all should, y'all should be like Nipsey. I wish there were more Nipsey's around here. Y'all men ain't nothing. Y'all need to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we get blown, tossed to and fro with everything yeah. that goes on and people put their, you know what I'm saying, emotions Instead of rationalizing what, what's really going on, yeah. it ain't the time to dog nobody because somebody yeah. just died. It's to, it's, if right. anything, it's time to see what he did together in the community. And I'm not, I don't 
care about him being a gang member, all that stuff. That's not the issue. But what he was doing in the community, people who doubted him in the church, yeah. not even doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And see, that right there, you know what I'm saying? And then people around me, they know I have an, uh, have an affinity for um, for the... Y'all read comic books? Y'all live on comic yeah. movies and stuff like yeah. that? I don't, you gotta see where you are. Man, look at the okay, all right, then. See, anyway, like, okay, Batman, the Batman, Batman, yeah, he's the Batman, he's the dopest. He's he probably one of the dopest comic characters to me because of what he stands for. You know what I'm saying? And that, I think, is in line with what we're talking about right here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the thing is, is that you take, for this particular instance right here, you take take Thanos. I like Thanos. He's probably, one, he's probably the perfect villain simply because he, you know, he's a titan, but we're gonna say we're gonna, he's human. But then he had a he had an objective. He had a thing. He was so hard pressed to get something done that he sacrificed everything to do it. Okay. <clears throat> Not that I agree with it, but in the first Avengers or whatever like that, he deserved to win as far as, as far as that much go. You know what I'm saying? Because he was decisive, especially with a lot of the stuff go. And you take the Batman right here. You know what I'm saying? The Batman, he you know he, he something was going on. Gotham City, it was a mess. You know what I'm saying? The dude, he. Killed his parents. Okay, I mean he is like a, a, he could have went over here. He could have bought every politician or whatever like that and got it done. But now what he do is now I want to get out here. I want to kick somebody in there behind. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and that's pretty much what he did. He got out there the dark night. He got down there and he he did what he uh, he, he he became Batman. And so here's the thing with that. <clears throat> um, we were uh, there was a, a thing that uh, we were talking about emasculation. I think Nipsey. I think Nipsey, for the lack of a better term, I think he's perfect. He's a gang, he was a gangbanger. Okay, yeah, he was. He was, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, many would call that toxic masculinity or whatever like that. And I get that. But I think he offset that idea by giving back to the people. Okay, everybody knew that Nipsey was a gangbanger. He was representing Crip. He was doing all this. He carried guns or whatever like that. He rolled with some bad people. But at the same time, though, he was giving back. And he was kind of offsetting that. He was not only, he was probably going through his own thing, too. But he was also giving back to the people. And letting, you know what I'm saying, providing resources out here. So that we can, you know, so that we can start seeing some changes. Like I say, a lot of the stuff that they say he did, I didn't hear about until he, until he, until this happened. Whatever the case may be. But the... They want to sit up there. They want to talk down on us. And like I said, you was talking about, you know, he mentioned something about, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we're everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we sit up there chopping up one another. And I'm just sitting right here thinking, I'm thinking all these all these years, these women, they don't want to be approached no more. You know what I'm saying? They get tired of it. They just, just you know what I'm saying? It's always something. And so anyway, am I supposed to pursue you or not? You know what I'm saying? Am I supposed to uh, uh, show interest in you or not? You understand? And so anyway... As a man, I don't necessarily know what I'm supposed to do anymore because of this aggressive feminine kickback. And I'm not saying that they don't have any reason, that they have no reason to feel the way they feel. What I'm saying is is that I don't know where I fit in. And so anyway, you know, a um, <clears throat> couple of women in my past, you know what I said. So anyway, if they acted aggressive to it, I ain't look. I'm 6'3", man. I'm a, I'm a big dude and I get that. You know, I can go out here and I'm going to tell you, any man or woman, whatever like that, not saying that for the sake of conversation, uh, out there that I can, but you know what I'm saying, so anyway, but I know whether somebody, somebody can come and kick me, spit, spit in my face, or whatever, and the things I do to them would be so humane, they'll get mad at me even still, you understand, for me defending myself, for me standing my ground, and so anyway, so what I'm going to do is, and it was hard for me, and I just had to get a hold of the mindset about, well, if they, my mom used to say, well, if they mess with you, you just walk away. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, look, there's a lot of people out here with a Napoleon company. Who's going to mess with you, Howard? Who's going to mess with you big as you are? You'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I'm, so anyway, so me, I just step back. I'm more or less reclusive. If I see somebody getting done, I'm going to go over here. I know what I can do. I'm scared of me. I'm not scared of you. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, mm. and so, you know, and so when it comes to that right there, and when we dealing, you know what I'm saying, like I said, it's the same thing we're dealing with. Dealing with women, it's dealing with you know what I'm saying, all of that. I understand that. Like I say, it's not. It's a survival thing. I, I have it in perspective. I'm not. I don't even know how to go about healing from that. I don't know if I should heal from that. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a thing because that is a. This is an unnatural situation that we in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I supposed to do? You know, what are we supposed to, you know, how am I supposed to conduct myself? And so I'm just going to go over here. And so anyway, there's been some, you know, <laughs> there have been some women who, you know, so they said that they don't want to. I'm fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're business thinkers. They're business, um, you know, they, you know, they, and so here's the thing, here, here's another thing, too. And like I said, I'm not, you know, I, I can go on this forever, so I'm going to try to finish after this. But, <laughs> but that was, a, um, but anyway, what I realized is that, you know, so they say, you know, and I, and, and I need to, and I, I really needed to understand what they meant by dominant. I dominate, I want a dominant male. And so anyway, I'm like, you know, so anyway, see me, you know, when I, you know, I'm thinking, you know, when I rampage, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, you want somebody to beat you up? I mean, you know what I'm saying? What's that? You know what I'm saying? They say, no, dominant. You know what I'm saying? Just come on to beat me. And I'm like, okay. And so anyway, all of these years, I realized that I had the definition, at least what they was trying to convey as dominant wrong. And so I'm like. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And so now, and so anyway, the point being, the point that I'm um, that I'm making is, is you know, no, you ain't finna go out there in public and just smack no random woman on her behind or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna go and snatch up and kiss her. You know that you don't know her. No, you gonna get you you gonna you know you violate morals and ethics and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's dirty. Okay, but then if they like you, they want all of that. And so, and again, since me, I don't me, know. If I'm know, like you. I don't want you smacking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. Like a friend. If they, so I'm saying like if they like you or in a remotely relationship. Okay. Uh, um, uh, like and so anyway, not like I said, I'm not saying that this is any of the dude I am. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I just gotta yeah. I gotta walk on eggshells for yeah. me being you know what I'm saying I was you know and I had a, and, and I told another sister that so I say look I say you know women they can get out there they can you know women they had they black women they got that much more freedom than what we do they okay. can go out there they can go out there and they can probably pop off at the police they might get tased or something you know what I'm saying or whatever the case may be but if I was to go out there and pop off at the cops me being big as I am you know what I'm saying with the bass of my voice and the way I come. Them they probably for the tase me, they probably for the shoot me, and then say and, and, and pull up what I did back in whatever year, whatever you know, they probably pull up my school records or whatever the case may be. And right. so anyway, and so with this, I'm not aggressive by no means, but what is masculinity in this day and age? Like, yeah, I'm a masculine dude, but am I doing everything that a man's supposed to? Like in reality, though, I really don't care what you know. You know, a real man do this, real man do this. I'm like, look, I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I got to live in my skin. You ain't got to live with the consequences I'm dealing with. So y'all can sit up here, y'all can think whatever it is. And so anyway, I'm just gonna sit in my corner. I'm gonna pray, meditate, whatever, and I'm gonna talk to some good people around the table, see if we can figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, all of that right there. You know what I'm saying? The older, that's what it, one thing that I was going to get with, too, about the older generation is that they dropped the ball. They didn't talk to us. Like, okay, y'all wanted to, y'all meant well by, you know, just kind of going along with the program. Y'all meant well by not wanting, by wanting to shield us and, and, and be, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so not wanting to really acknowledge that right there. But the road to hell is paid to get attention. You meant well, but we're dealing with a lot of the similar things, probably not quite as blatant as they were. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, with all of that right there, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then on top of that, a woman they have an idea in their head what they think a real man's supposed to be, but that don't. But with, with this in their head, don't really fall in line with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The proverbial laws of physics in yeah. this case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so, I don't know. I you know, say <clears throat> this time just approach women. This for man and woman. Instead of approaching people, want a relationship off the top. You don't know. Approach them with friendship. I want to get to know you. Approach everybody with, I don't care how fine it is, how spiritual they seem. I agree. Approach them with, I just want to get to know you. That's it. Now, as getting to know each other, if you're vibing right and y'all feeling that extra stuff and y'all want to be together, then you be together. But don't approach it as, I want to be with you. You so fine, you so beautiful, you so handsome, you so smart and sexy. I want a relationship. You don't know that. Mm -hmm. You don't know. We need to take our time and get to know each other. Yeah. And if you're approaching everything as friends, then you're not putting everything out there at first. And then when she say, I have a boyfriend, or I got an old man, or I'm not interested in you, you're not feeling as bad because you're not coming on too strong in the first place if you're approaching it as friends. Well, I, I, I agree with you with that, but there's a different sub uh, group that's going on. And there are women nowadays and men who are entertaining others and stringing them along and getting the kick out of them. That's what I was going to say. It's so prevalent. I've seen some things. Uh, it's so many times well, where things. I've been, I've been a victim of it. Of, you know, well, I have oh, it's, it's just fun, it's you know. Test. I'm just, you know, we're just talking. It's just, you know, I got my dude here, but I'm going to hit you up with my dude. 
get on my nerves oh, yeah. or yeah, work. You know, <laughs> I just need something to do. It's so prevalent. Yeah. It's so prevalent. It's yeah. scary. And they're more and more scary. open about it. Yeah, it, have, it's it's something to celebrate. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's talked about, you know, oh, it's okay, you know, I'm just gonna talk to my boo or my sugar daddy who don't want no sugar. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of <laughs> ish is that, man? Uh, it's all kinds of going on. Yeah. So, going back to uh, a couple points y'all y'all made together, uh, as far as separation uh, in spirituality and church, um, their perspective, and and if if you watch them, I would say it's easy to come off, it's easy to take what they say as if they were atheists, but they're not. They are just. Yeah, agnostic at, at its worst, I'll say. <laughs> um, they they believe that the concept of God to white people is different than the concept of God to black people. Two separate entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Nikki made it a point to say, yeah, we took Jesus and he, we made him ours. You know, well, that's look, the thing. That's another thing she mentioned, too, how we just hold on to Jesus. We don't even... If if you stunt your toe, you're more likely to say, "Oh Jesus," than you are, "Oh God." Right. For some reason, we we take Identify. Jesus more than we take God. We only use God when we need something. We we don't really call on Jesus when I mean we don't really call on God when Rene getting I mean uh when you know when we meet somebody. Oh thank you God. We're not gonna say that. We're gonna say yes Jesus. Thank you Jesus. But when something bad happens, oh oh God, please help me pay my rent. Oh God, please help my car start. It's, it's God when you're in trouble, but it's Jesus when something good happens. Hmm. You had something to say? No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, okay. I'm you're absorbing. That's how I took what she said. No, no, no. I, that's, a, that's a new mm-hmm. viewpoint for me. Uh-huh. And I agree. Now that I think about it, I agree. Because I, 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 I still don't understand <laughs> what's the debate about about what Jesus looked like. Like, if you, if you believe in the word... If, if 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 this was the Bible, so this we is true. Be picturing mm-hmm. a spirit instead of a color. Is that what you're saying? In a sense, in a sense, I just I, I look at it like this: if 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 you're as Christian as you say you are, if you if you're a devout Christian and you believe this book is 100% truth, well, that is in the book, so that is truth. What is there to dispute? Right. Mm-hmm. So. What are you not getting? Yeah. And so now that you, now your racism is showing, yeah. right? And and so I, I find it in there in, in that interview they talk about seeing white people and just having they compared them to snakes, and it's like they they might not have the mind of a white person, and they may have the mind of a black person, but I can't tell. So I got to play the game and I got to be. For myself, I gotta be in survival mode, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just what it is. I mean, true, there are more biracial couples and things like that nowadays, but you don't really know. There's segregation was just a generation ago. I don't think it means much generation couples, though. I honestly feel like some people who are fetish, and yeah, I'm right. gonna be real with you, exactly. I've dated a white woman, two actually, and one didn't tell me her dad was racist oh, wow. until after we broke up. And so I was just being honest. So I was like, was I just a phase then? And she got offended, but I felt that her being offended validated the truth she in that situation. Yeah. And maybe she had something that wanted to spite her dad. That's why she kind of came to you in the first place. Right, right. <clears throat> it, it was crazy. And um, people will love you. And, and this the, the problem was I was at a certain workplace and um, you're never supposed to have your honey where your money at, but I, I messed up and did that. So we were working together. We were really close, really good friends for like three years. And then we finally decided to date. And when we started to date, then my hours started changing. Then people started, you know, looking at me a little different. Certain people wouldn't talk to me no more. Then my lunch break getting pushed further out. I'm working later hours where she don't work. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, you know, so... Regardless of what people say, there are snakes you see and snakes you don't. Mm-hmm. So, and I said the other day, I fear for biracial couples. And, and that's on both ends because no matter how much y'all may feel you love each other, how much do y'all relate in this situation? Like, what conversations are y'all having 
and that in comparison is, to the conversation you and I would have. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that relatability is that cohesion. Yeah, bro. And, and you know what I'm saying? And I, and, and, and I think in relationships in general, these days, y'all kind of touched on it, and especially in those, in, in, in the racial sense, a lot of these relationships are forced. Mm-hmm. They just force y'all want to make it work because y'all think that's the thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the case. Yep. <clears throat> I have a question. Um, since we were just talking about Jesus, raised church, sure, kind of all together, I ran across something. It was on social media. It was pretty much saying how rich the black churches are. Mm-hmm. And why do we still have the white Jesus? Now, I know, you know, not being racist or anything. But I have seen and experience being around some black people. They get upset when you talk about a white image of Jesus. They want the white image. That's what I mean. Right. Oh, man. They're upset they about they think that mm-hmm. black people we're being prejudiced because we want to change the picture. They're not seeing that, okay, no, we want to make the picture look like what the Bible says. Exactly. So, so many churches are scared to even change that image they have up in their church. But what is that saying about us? You remember that, yeah. um, you remember the, one, probably one of the first pop culture um, depictions of that was on um, Good Times. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Florida, she said that. that I, the only person, crazy. the only Savior I know is him reporting after white Jesus. And so anyway, Michael had to flip through the Bible yeah. and show the, um, the description or whatever. And so, yeah, and I mean, even in that right there, I mean, it's like, look, <clears throat> uh, I'm not a Christian, but I'm not going to sit up there and knock it. I'm not going to, at least in that sense. Because white folks, you know, so the white Christians behave starkly different from black Christians, you know. And so that and so that image of white Jesus, I mean, they you see people and they don't this is one of the things and I really wish we don't start to understand, is that that white Jesus is a symbol of white supremacy, it's a psychological warfare. And if you don't understand that, I remember a guy um y'all may have heard this quote, he said, If you adopt a God who is not of your image, if you embrace literature that teaches you to hate yourself and love your enemy, when your God and your enslaver, when your oppressor, your savior is one and the same you become the principal agent in your own destruction. Mm-hmm. And so when I was looking at that now, it really made me think I had to really go over that in my head. And like, okay, well, why don't y'all, I was like, look, man, y'all need, you know, like, you know, look at this. You know what I'm saying? I posted about it a long time ago. These days, I'm just kind of, you know, um, just, just kind of whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm not going to sit up there and beat up on nobody, no, no black Christian whatsoever. Because I get, because it's like a behavior, it's a behavioral a uh, 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 thing that's a conditioning, okay. if anything, because okay. you know, it's like, look, something happened. You know, something happened to, to them. Let's say nine eleven. I remember we are. Uh, I was riding with my homeboy back from um, Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. We was um, coming through there, coming up airport. Nine eleven had just happened. You got a whole bunch of white folks. They up there on the airport. They waving the American flags, honk if you uh, patriot, and all the other stuff. And like, look, no. That's how they react. Like, look, you attack us, we finna go ahead, we finna bang back on you. The general consensus with us is is that you bang on us, we finna fall on our knees and pray. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, and, and you know what I'm saying, like I said, I, and I think that's more so of a thing of the older generation, I think, you know what I'm saying, they, they saw stuff. You know what I'm saying, they just want to kind of, you know what I'm saying, okay, let's, you know, but, you know, with everything that has happened, with everything that has gone on, you know, we got the black, okay, you don't want us to be a part of y'all, okay, we're going to build, build our own thing. Black Wall Street, bam. Oh, no, we don't want y'all to have more than us. We finna come burn that down. So do you like, think okay. we're still oppressed? And that's why we, some of us, can't accept uh, the picture uh, of a daughter yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, we, uh, the, yeah that's, that's exactly what it is. And so, anyway, like I say, they got everything. Everything is good on that white side. That white ice is colder. Yeah. Okay, and so, anyway... You know what I'm saying? That white God must favor them. And so anyway, I got to sacrifice myself, sacrifice everything who I am, and try to become that. Even though you may try to forget who you are, they haven't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying you, not saying you, yeah, you, but know you know what I'm saying? saying. But you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I just think the conditioning, the generational conditioning is, is a thing. Like I say, you know, Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey was a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he was mm-hmm. a... Um, um, you know, so anyway, it's just the mentality the mm-hmm. way we, you know, and, and I was telling, I was, you know, I was talking about this a while ago. They, a lot of these churches, and like I say, it's unsettling because I have six of six of my ministers, six or six of my uncle ministers, two of them passed. Um, and so anyway, it's just a lot of them, I and mean, you hear about on Facebook, you hear little stories or whatever like that. They try to 
You know what I'm saying? When something happened, Mike Brown, you know what I'm saying, Trayvon Martin, they try to curtail, they try to dead and try to diminish, dissipate that anger energy or whatever like that. And so anyway, that's why a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of these churches out here, they're struggling, you know what I'm saying, to, to kind of stay open. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody have money. I'm like, okay, well, why in the hell don't y'all encourage your um, congregation, especially the younger children, to take up trades? Don't just tell them to go to college. Tell them to uh, create a business. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, that is your that is your congregation. They're going to give back. A lot of people, they sit up there, they want to be all mad about tithing. Like, no, you need to keep the doors up. You need to keep the building up or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Tithing and all of that other stuff. And so anyway, not all ministers are crooked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, you know, and so look, and, and there's a thing, like I say, and then, like I said, and I can get real deep into it, you know, but, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to really stay here. But um, it's a reflection, and I think it's that conditioning. Uh, a long time ago, you know what I'm saying, in those slavery days, you know, there was somebody sitting in church. Oh, it's a whole bunch of black folks right here together. You know what I'm saying? They have one of the, well, they have one of the house slaves or, you know what I'm saying, somebody or, or one of the white people up in there. They sitting in the church making sure y'all ain't plotting on this to burn their plantation down to take us out, whatever. And, you know what I'm saying, they got somebody or, or whatever the case may be. And I just think that's one of the things that has kind of carried over. And if you talk about doing too much or whatever like that, a lot of times they have your fine, have, they have that that tax exempt status threatened and they don't want to do that. So anyway, that's why our communities are still in the way when you ought to be doing outreach because if people were to be Christ-like, Christ went out there in the streets. He said, no, everybody oh. in the temple, oh, yeah. everybody, oh, yeah. in, everybody <laughs> in the temple, they had that, they, 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 they did that, they did uh -huh. that right there. They, yeah, they, knew they, right. They, they knew what they had to be. Okay, but I'm going to go out here and I'm going to go, we was talking about this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He healed the blood. You bear testament to that power. You bear testament with somebody who could pretty much destroy you and sit there and you're like, okay, I seen what that man can do. Mm -hmm. Oh, he is definitely the son of God. Even if I'm wherever he go, I'm okay. riding with him. <laughs> and so in worldly terms, that is exactly why the Romans, that's why they crucified him. They're like, oh no, we gotta dip this in the book. And we've seen that played out with Dr. King, we seen it played out with Michael Max, we seen it played out plenty other times. If you you know, you 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 get that revolution, you finna give it to the system. Oh, no, we got to go ahead. We got to nip that. Okay, but then stand right here with this right here. It's just like a lot of the Christians these days, they're more timid mm -hmm. than anything. Mm -hmm. And one thing about it, though, and a lot of them, they really have to, and I understand it. They got to be, be, you know what I'm saying, because they, somebody be quick to call them hypocrite. Look, I feel yeah. like I'm spiritual. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, if God uh, sent you here, you know what I'm saying, to do X, Y, Z, <laughs> you, what you need, look, first self-preservation is the first law of nature. And then, so anyway, if somebody say you snapped off and be mean to him or whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? Look, I can't, I can only do what I can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I'm aware of my status, I'm aware of this right here, but you're not going to run over me. Mm -hmm. And so that's what people need to get in out here. So just, you, be, you, being a good person don't mean being a doormat mm -hmm. at all. And you know. Yeah. Well, in, in the grand scheme of things, his color don't matter. Mm -hmm. But biblically, he was olive. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Feet of brands and stuff like that. It's not a church anymore, but the steeple is a venue now. Mm -hmm. If you go up to where the church was at, on one side of the mural, it's an olive Jesus. On the other side of the mural, it's a black Jesus down there. Mm -hmm. You know, so I asked some people, I said, did y'all know that? They're like, no. Nah. They're like, I ain't know it was that. In the, some of the, well, in the majority of the black churches here, you know, they have a depiction of Jesus, which was, I think his name was Cersei, the picture, Cesar yeah, that, that's the actual picture that, that they show of him, or whatever. But um, with, with, with the with the case of that, if it was a movie about Jeremy, would you want Tom Hanks playing you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like you still get money, and it's the story. It may say the story of Jeremy Evans. You know what I'm saying? But you don't want. You know what I'm saying? Even though your message is getting out there, your life is getting out there, Tom Hanks doesn't depict who you are. Right. Even though your message get out there, it's still a lie in the sense that, you know what I'm saying, that that's not that's not who who who, who you are, who, who you resemble. Yeah. So with the thing exactly. So with the thing with the with the with the church, once again it comes to pretty much us segregating one from another. Because I'm a firm believer that the work is outside the four walls. Come on. And when I, I don't know if y'all remember, well, I appreciate y'all do remember when all those when we was doing dumb stuff and all these young guys was killing all these black women, mm, oh you yeah. know what I'm saying? 
I was like, okay, well, we need to, you know, saying we need to do something. And it was, it, it, that had died down. So before that, I was doing outreach. Because everybody like, oh, man, Mobile need to come together. We need to do outreach and stuff like that. So I put, hey, I'm be doing outreach Saturday, starting mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock. Let me know where y'all want to meet me at. I'm going to be starting in this neighborhood or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. People are like, yeah, we're going to get to do it. People in the inbox me, yeah, man, shoot me your number. You know how many? I did, I, I did that outreach five weeks in a row on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know how many people showed up with me? Two. Oh, zero. Zero. Wow. Zero. Zero. Not, 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 so not on the same. Not on the same. Not on. I put that on the same other hand and let. T.D. Jake say, hey, I'm coming to Mobile. Right. I need some people to help me out. They're gonna, they're gonna we got the same calls. Mm-hmm. The same calls now is the, is the, is the encourage change, is the help people, is the educate people. The same calls. But check this out. I don't have a heavy name like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's for the same call, we say we want, we say we want the mm-hmm. same thing. We say we want change in the community. But let an outside who ain't even mm-hmm. from the community yep. come in. But he got a big name and a big following. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You know, what I'm saying preachers, pastors, it's bishops, gonna everybody, yeah, everybody gonna be out there. Mm-hmm. And to and the thing sick. and the thing about it was, I remember one time. I remember one time I went to um, I was over in Baltimore, and I was walking, and I, and I saw the guy. Guy had man, that man had a big. Old, I don't know about the answer, but that man had a big old thing of weed or whatever like that. You know, I just I just walked up to him. I said, I said, hey man, I said I said, what do you think? You know, what I'm saying the church can do more in the community to to help out to do more. You know, saying in the community. Young guy, you know he put his hand behind his back and kind of like hit it and was asking me, "No, sir, yes, sir, we could do." You know, saying this and that. You know, what I'm saying it you know. all start. It all starts with with a move. I ain't gotta come in there with with a robe on yeah. and with a, with, with a collar thing yeah. like that. If your purpose is to you really help the feet. youth, is to really help, and not even the youth, just to help people in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was going someplace and it, it wasn't even rough. I went down to the bottoms, the avenue, yeah. RV, Baltimore, Nothing stuff like that. Think. Ain't stuff like, you know, like, man, I should have wore a vest and yeah. like that. Yeah. But some preachers, they not going to go that way. Exactly. Either, either they feel they like they're too better to go, go down, or they feel like, so, or they feel like, you know what I'm saying? They feel like they can't scared. get nothing from them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll go where they can scared. get something from them. Because guess what? If somebody die, mm-hmm. guess where that preacher going? Mm-hmm. He going to that. Well, you know, I got a funeral home right here. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying if y'all want me to bury, they gonna go that then. But to to talk to to yeah. to, to, to John, Sue, Jane, Paul, whatever like yeah. that, they ain't gonna go that just to minister to them. Yes. Especially if you're not gonna come to their church mm-hmm. and give you somebody give you somebody you money. So you feel me on that? You was understanding where I was coming from. Yeah, I love I love outreach. I, to, I okay. told I told my oh, whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, not to y'all, but whatever. Before I say what I'm gonna say, I told my pastor. I said if I never was to ever get a church. I'm fine doing outreach. I love outreach because that's what that's where you're free at inside the church. Yep. It's so many rules, oh, yeah. so many you know, yeah, what I'm saying exactly. business, political yeah. stuff. That's you true. can't do that. You can't do that. You got to go by this, go by yeah. this, by that. And outreach, you're you're free. You're free. You know what I'm saying? You're free because we was doing the church I go to. We was doing outreach down at BM, with downtown. That's where all the homeless and less fortunate people would you know what I'm saying would be. And it was free. It wasn't no. It wasn't no. Okay, you got to read the scripture right here. Yeah. Okay, you got to pray right there. Have a God led you to minister to the people yeah. or to do to the people. Everybody That's what happened. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't need a prayer right then. Everybody don't need you know saying scripture right then. Hey, some people just need just need some words or need a, need a hug right or something there. like that. But yeah, some of those girl. people that some of those people that that we bumped into that were homeless. Some yeah. people were pastors. We walk mm. up some of some are reading the Bible. We walk up to some people like yeah man I had a you know saying six figure job and, and life just happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. if we're saying that we need to if we need to help people and Supposedly, everybody inside the church supposed to have it together, uh-huh. but we're always inside the church. Mm-hmm. How are we helping the people that are outside the church? The church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like like when I told y'all before, <laughs> I was complaining about stuff going inside the church, church as I felt about the church as a whole. And God said, well, do something about it. Yeah. Well, I am. I'm going to start doing outreach outside. again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not outreach. to bring no glory to me and things like that. But if people really need help and you see it's not being doing something done and I got two legs, yeah. a vehicle, whatever like what that, you then you got to do what you can do to make that change. Whether you get one person, two person, yeah. or well, 20 or 30, yeah. it's you keep doing. One of my um, non-preacher uncles right there, like I said, because I, re- I really believe this cat, I believe he was the one that saved my life. He, he gave honor glory to God. You understand? But, you know, like you, you, you said it in so many words. Sometimes, what he told me was, he said, sometimes people, he says a lot of people sitting in jail. A lot of people sitting in bad situations just because they didn't have somebody to talk to. Exactly. You understand? Yep. And, so, and, and I took that to heart. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting right there because, like I say, I didn't, you know, like I say, I'm, you know, I, I, with all due respect to the older generation, like I say, they had a whole lot going on, maybe whatever, but then I think they were extremely negligent in not forging bonds. I'm like, okay, you know, it, you need to talk to people. You need to talk to them. And like I say, yeah, you might come in the name of God. You might come in this. Look, talk about the birds and the bees. Talk about why you talk about these STDs out here mm -hmm. and why you shouldn't be going and, and having sex with any and everybody out here. God might be in the midst of it, but show me how to balance a checkbook. Mm -hmm. Pool resources. Talk about things like that. Things of that nature. You understand? And aside from the rift between the generations right here, mm -hmm. you understand? There's no bond. There's not an elder I can go to that, and write off that I can think of that, can, that I can sit down to and just listen to and talk about real world things like this. And it's not that they don't know. It's just that they just don't want to talk about it for one reason or another. It's like, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, yeah, some things may be painful or whatever the case, but there's some things that need to be said too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we need to get out our feelings about that. And so I'm glad you said that, man. Like, I, I said we tried everything else except for investing in ourselves these days. And so in that right there, that's one thing that we sort of need. Oh, yeah. We sort of need. And that's going to do it for part two. Do you agree with Hiram? Is there a disconnect between our generation and the previous generation? Is there a lack of communication? And what can we do to help that? What can we do to start that tough conversation? In the meantime, I need y'all to do me a favor. I need y'all to go to youtube.com, look up 20 slash 20 podcasts, and I need y'all to subscribe. We are almost at 100 subscribers, man. And if I can get to 100, I might have a secret video for y'all. I might. I'm, I'm not saying it's something that exists, but I'm saying that I might have something. So hit us up, man. We're trying to get on that level where we can be worldwide. So help us help the community by sharing this. Share this podcast. Somebody you love, send this podcast to them. Post it on your page. Like it, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. I got to get out of here. I'm tired. So yeet.